Welcome to Sneaky Athletic, your favorite sports-adjacent audio forum. This week, football is back. Football, football, football. It's it's the greatest sport in the world, and it's finally back. I've been waiting seven months. Uh, It's the promised land. We've made it. We've made it. Oh, I guess like the NBA is going on too. Whatever. Um, so we obviously have all of that. I have our beef life. Or, uh, I don't know what topics you have, but we have some segments. Um, and well prepared as always. Yeah. You know, polished. Um, but before we get to all that, got to give a quick shout out from our sponsors. Uh, obviously the folks at fertilizer service company, they've been with us from the beginning. Uh, they got you covered in the Northwest Missouri area. Got you covered from planting through harvest they are the best. They're number one fertilizer game. Uh, so if you need them, hit them up at 660-686-2402. They're located off Highway 59 in Fairfax, Mo. And as you know, they're keeping God's country as good as she grows. Uh, we are also brought to you by the Thrive Fantasy app. Uh, hashtag prop up. up. Don't forget, uh, go check them out. They actually DM'd us today. And reminded us that they have over $50,000 in guaranteed prizes for NFL Week 1. And don't forget, when you're going to make your first deposit on the Thrive Fantasy app, use promo code SNEAKY, that's S-N-E-A-K-Y, and get a $20 match on your first deposit. So you, you just make a $20 deposit, and they will match it. $20. All right, so prop up. Prop up. Let's get started. Bowed my soul, I gave it all. But loving you was never easy. Been a while. Seems like we uh, haven't seen you in uh, about ten years. Was it? Well, I mean, it, Labor Day and Memorial Day weekends always feel like about ten years. They feel like it's a lot of build up and then <sighs> disappointment. I, I wouldn't say disappointment. I'm just like I'm either extremely busy or like I just end up drinking a fuck ton. So then it just wears on me. And I get like zero sleep. I'm either busier than I want to be or lazier than I want to be. And either way, I'm probably pretty sunburned. True. I definitely got way more sun than I thought. And I I typically am driving a total of seven hours most of those weekends. Takes I'm going home. Yeah. Speaking of that, I got pulled over for the first time in six years on the way back. What'd you do? I was going 80 in a construction zone. I mean, like coming up on one. He caught oh. me like right as it started. He was hiding behind the cones. Uh, and I just immediately saw him. I was like, Fuck. I just tapped my brakes. You and like, you got? Uh, well, yeah. He And like, I saw him, and right when I saw him, I could see, it was close enough I could see to him, and I saw him just grab his hat and put it on. Mm-hmm. Like, immediately. And I was like, well, this is done. Uh, he whipped out right after we got out of the construction zone, turned on the uh, lights, pulled me over, got my uh, license and insurance, went back to his patrol car, came up and said, well, that was pretty fast for a warning. Why don't you just buckle up and he- head on home? Well. I was like, oh, God. Good for you. Yeah. 
Well, let's move from pork to beef and go mm. into your beef of the week. It is with the one and only Travis Scott. Why? His new McDonald's collab. So? I was just expecting so much more. It's just bacon on a fucking quarter pounder. I mean. And then fries with barbecue sauce and a Sprite. Like, I guess there's this whole clothing thing, but like, I'm not a hype beast. I'm not worried about clothing. I was just wanting a cool McDonald's <clears throat> item. I mean, they really missed an opportunity with the Szechuan sauce, but I don't know what you expected. They weren't going to reinvent the wheel. It's raining. Sorry, I got distracted. I, I just thought they would throw something cool in, like basically like the shamrock shake of now, you know, like that's something that's very unique. Interesting. It's raining hard. I hope yeah. you guys can hear that. Well, maybe, I got beef with him, even though that's fair. I, even though a double quarter pounder with bacon is fire. I mean, that's do you a, know how much it is. Uh, the actual meal. Yeah. I don't think it's that much more than whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just add bacon to a double to a quarter pounder meal. Huh. So like eight bucks. I don't know. Yeah. Well, your beef about the literal beef is different than my beef oh, yeah. Let's hear about my Twitter promotions that come up on my timeline. So everybody gets them and typically they're like businesses or whatever, but I get selfies all the time. I, I found out like a year ago, I guess I didn't really think about it. You can just block those people. Like, if you keep seeing the same one... It's not the same people. It's different people oh, promoting weird. selfies of you themselves. You fit and a they, very specific demographic. That's what I was thinking, is like, what kind of demo am I? Because it's like, I'm not liking these, and I don't really like selfies on the TL. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Yeah, you must fit, like... It's something I don't, weird. I don't Some know. weird demographic. You, you have to at least check, like, four of the five boxes of what it's going to, if you're getting that many. Which is weird. Because mine are typically, like, businesses or something, and I'll just block them. Like, all right, I don't ever need to see yeah. this insurance company ever again. I don't care. Or fast food joints all the yeah. time. But that goes right into my What the Feed, which is also on social media, which is this, like, little inside joke of the MMA world where they'll oh. go around to different MMA players and be like, hey, how was your workout with Philip? Um, or, you know, what do you have to say about the comments Philip made yeah. you last week? And they'll be like, Philip who? Philip on these nuts? <laughs> yeah. And it's it's started by this, like, one super fan. I can't remember who the fuck. I can't remember his name. He's like a, it's like a McGregor super fan page mm-hmm. who has, like, 2,300 followers or something. But uh, I got to see it because Rudy Mustang is like a big MMA guy. So he followed this like super fan and he just would always quote to him like, this guy's fucking, he's so good at getting these MMA, like commentators, fighters, all the time. It's wild how rampant it is. Yeah. And he'll like get into an argument with them over something random that he doesn't care about just so he can like four tweets down be like, Oh, so you, you're going off what Philip said. It's a symphony of trolling. Oh, it's, it's literally like a, it's like textbook. It's textbook trolling. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what's your what the feed? Well, what the feed's a little bit grosser, but it was mm. definitely, I woke up this morning and I fucking, I'm, you know, rubbing my eyes, sitting on the edge of my bed and I'm like, what, what the fuck did I miss late last night? Cause I'm seeing like his tweet from, you know, a few hours ago, eight hours ago. And it's like, I really, you really hate to see Odell Beckham trending in this way. I'm like, what the fuck? So I just, oh god. So I just go to my search. I'm like Odell Beckham, and the first one's like Odell Beckham video, and I click on it, and it's those, 
ladies on the No Jumper podcast, and one of them is claiming that she got flown out and OBJ asked her to uh, shit on him. Hey, different strokes for different folks. I'm not going to kink shame. I'm not here. I was just about to say that. Like, We are not a kink shaming podcast, but you have to admit that has to be the funniest team that that could happen on. That, the Browns, one, it's just, it's just comedy. That's pure, that's comedy in its simplest form. There were so many jokes of like, I didn't, never took him as a number two wide receiver. It's like, oh, that's, but. That was a pretty good one though. Um, that has to be one of the hardest fetishes to like prep for. Like there's just so much prep work and like cleanup afterwards. Like, like if, for example, say you're a foot fetish guy. That's just pretty fucking simple. Like right there, foot, you got it. But with this, it's not like you can just kind of do that on a whim. And if you do it on a whim, you are a crazy person. You have spent a lot of time thinking about this. Which no, because like- she said in her comment that he had like a whole fucking kit. In the video, she was like, yeah, he had a whole kit with like peroxide and all this cleanup stuff. He was ready. It wasn't his yeah. first rodeo. That's why I thought like the when she said that, it like clicked in my brain of like, you have to be a shit guy. Like, that's not something that you're just like, oh, I'll try it once. Like, you have to commit to the bit. I think the thing that is more interesting to me is how do you dive into that world? I don't know how you figure out that that's where you want to go. Me either. Uh, did you watch anything interesting? Uh, no, because I haven't had time to watch The Boys yet. Yeah, and I watched the first episode. It's pretty good. Don't want to spoil anything yet. That's what I hear. I hear that, like, basically within the first 10 minutes, you're like, this is why I loved season one. Right. I forgot how gruesome it was and accidentally rented or recommended it to my mother. Oh, yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I will go to my Google this this week, which is Paul LaRue, which I sent you this Wikipedia article of this man who was caught for pharmaceutical fraud. And they caught him, and he's like, yeah, I'll be able to help you out, but you have to essentially let me sign these immunity papers of everything else. And they're like, okay, that's fine. So they you know, get him to admit to this financial fraud or this pharmaceutical fraud, and he's like, yeah, so by the way, I have been buying meth from North Korea, mm. selling drugs to the Somalis, giving missiles to Iran, all while just laundering money in every single you know way that you can think of killing people hiring hitmen also if you look into me i basically don't exist literally his birth certificate on the first name said unknown just didn't exist and he wild yeah there was a portion that i that i read that like he didn't know he was adopted for a while no he didn't until he was he's like older yeah a lot older crazy it it reminded me, we talked about like who was the combination of like uh, Gus Fring from Breaking Bad was like a first one that came to my mind. Like Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he could be Gus or he could be Walt because it seems well, like the progression of him. Well, he wasn't know. ever cooking it. That's what my mind and like Gus in Breaking Bad, like they tried to look him up in Chile and it's like, there's no record of him past 84. Yeah. And it's like with this guy, you like try to look him back and like just calling in hits. Just all like, sorts just of every, stuff. Like every TV mob boss. Island. Yeah, it would be a great TV show for yeah. sure. Do you have a Google this? Uh, yeah, I do. So you remember a few weeks ago when I brought up Smash Mouth playing in uh, at the Sturgis yes. bike rally? Yes. 
the um, CDC has now released that they have tracked back yeah. to the Sturgis bike rally more than 250,000 COVID-19 cases between August 2nd and September 2nd that have all come from the Sturgis rally. It's approximately 19% of all U.S. cases added last month. And it, uh, the paper's authors also... Oh, I don't think it was the CDC. Sorry. But uh, the paper's authors also concluded that the rally resulted in $12.2 billion in public health costs. Hey, Smash Mouth, uh, hate to say it, but told you so. That's wild. I don't really want to talk about it, but yeah, I mean, it just sucks. It's just when it's the largest, I can, if you read in depth in it, like just the actual statistics of it is just mind boggling. Cause it's like, it's one of the biggest like pandemic centers or like sp- spreadings of a disease in like modern history. Well, let's keep talking about the new world, the NBA bubble. This is the new world or you think they're going to do this every year now? I mean, LeBron has me convinced that, he could do it with one more guy, maybe. If no, actually, if they have a better third, I'm a hundred percent on Just board. Just need a more consistent shooter. I mean, if Anthony Davis and LeBron James score over sixty points, they're like the second most lethal duo of all time I mean, behind Shaq and Kobe. LeBron's like still got it. Like he just—I don't—you missed it. He just sent Austin Rivers to like the depths of hell with a a breakaway block and like his he his alley oop the other night. Yeah. Like, it's year 17, and it just, when he wants to, he can still go. Comparisons to other people his age is insane. And yeah, the fact that he can keep doing it is great, but I think that this really, one, shows Frank Vogel is not that good of a coach, and two, LeBron really needs to not have to do this anymore if he's going to want to continue success. It can't be just, like, you know, him and like a couple of shitty shooters. Like this isn't the LeBron of old. Don't get me wrong. Like he is still a fantastic player. I don't think anybody was trying to say he was LeBron of old though. I think it's just, you can't, he's going to have to start taking reduction and pay and like cost. Well, no, but you can't pay him. We are no longer going to see as many. I I just don't think he's going to get that many more maxes down the road. And he might even just take less money. I think he's just going to start taking less money. I mean, he, he has a billion dollar contract with Nike. Obviously, money's not an issue with him. I think it was one of those things for a while where it was like, I'm the best player. I just want to be paid the most. That's like, fair. People get that in their head. And then I think now he's going to get over it and be like, why don't I just fucking rally people? Doesn't matter if I have a good coach because I'm one of the smartest NBA players in the league, if not ever. Definitely not ever. Definitely not fit in that category. But, you know, I mean, I, he's top five smartest NBA players. Not what I'm here to argue. I just think that this really exploits kind of some of the weaknesses that were like, we kind of knew that they were there, but like we can really see the downhill progression. And honestly, the Rockets have a chance of winning this series. I don't think they will, but I mean, they're, they're currently up one point with 10 minutes left in the fourth in a tied series. I, they have a chance. I'm not saying that they're going to, I'm saying that there is a realistic possibility that they come sure. out of this with a I win. Mean, yeah, this is the second round of the NBA playoffs. I don't, I don't, no teams get here without a chance to win. Well, I am so distraught on who I'm like, oh, 
this guy is, or this team is like clear cut, you know, above the rest. I really don't feel that way about any of the teams. Like, yeah, you can see the Clippers put it together for a little bit. You can see LA put it together for a little bit, the LA Lakers, but nobody is just like head and shoulders above anybody right now. No. And I, I think that you couldn't really tell that because the season kind of cut off like it, the, the trajectories didn't really shape out this year. You didn't get to see that. And then in the bubble, it's kind of hard to tell. It's like such a small sample size. Well, I was seeing some people compare it to a new regular season because you got this time off. Kind of, yeah. Prepare differently. Some Teams people, changed a lot. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent, you know, and it's season one, season two. And, you know, you can see with like Milwaukee that. I mean, do they need to blow it up? What's the, what's the plan? So Bud's got to go. I think that's clear. But then after that, like, what do you do? You're, pro- you're trying to keep Giannis, but do you keep him like, you know, it's just such a gamble because I feel like he's going to leave. And so how do you appease him? Like you keep a player like Chris Middleton on that team, he's probably going to stay. Yeah, I mean, but then you're going to run into the same thing that like LeBron played with all the time. Of, They're gonna you're be not mediocre. in a major market. Yeah, You absolutely. have to pay this guy a gajillion dollars and you have to surround them with people who can consistently shoot and you're seeing the bucks can't really shoot yeah i think that to be honest they were just a lot worse in the bubble but specifically in this series a lot of people thought that they would turn it on and they did find at some points in the last one but i think it's important that they started that protest last week and whenever they started that protest hear me out on this full point of they decided we need some tangible action from this we need to do something besides everybody just sitting out and like look at our cause more so they got on the line with the da of wisconsin and had this long talk and like here's what we would like to do and they're like great we hear you talk to you later nothing has come from it so they literally started this protest because hey we're fed up we feel like our voices aren't being heard we're not reaching enough and then they go and do it and it's just like yeah nothing's gonna come from this either I think that they were just discouraged as a whole and not really able to pull it together as a team. Your superstar is battling injuries. The state where your, you know, organization is from is in turmoil, both, you know, of what's going on. I mean, yeah, sure. You can make that argument. I don't, it's a lot of speculation. I'm not going to try to like go in dive deep into that. Watching the Um, players interviews, like they all seem very concerned. I think on Milwaukee. I mean, sure, yeah, but the, there were they weren't one of the teams that was 100 percent committed to not playing because once that all all That's team, true. it was just the Lakers and the Clippers that walked out. I don't disagree so, with that, but also but you don't start I, that. There's and say that so much speculation out. into into those things. I I think that we're just seeing that like in the in today's NBA, defense doesn't win championships. Like it, it's not as important of being the number one defensive team and like clamping these guys when you have teams like the Rockets are basically a foot shorter than the Lakers. And just because they could shoot, they could just keep up with them all the time. Their defensive schemes have been, they have a great scheme They're they're That is there, but like, they're not just going to go out and be like, all right, our goal tonight is to just stop the Lakers. They're like going to go out and shoot them out of the gym. That's a very specific example. I mean, they are stopping the Lakers but, on specific ways, like the way that they played P.J. Tucker on AD, you know, the way that the Lakers had to counter that with, you know, moving AD to the five. Like 
those are things to keep those players from getting as many boards. In the second game, the Lakers countered that by having AD move more with the ball because of that small ball rotation from Houston. They cannot really stop him at full force, just like they can't stop a LeBron James. They can't create. Sure. Yeah, a I mean, wall LeBron just like started. Miami LeBron was like, "Hey, Giannis. this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to drive as hard as I can to the basket with my right hand and just dunk on you, basically, the whole time." And like the Rockets were like, "Damn." There wasn't like a lot that they could do in that second game. I mean, you have to shut down one of the two. And the AD, I feel like, is probably the better one to shut down of them. Because LeBron um, is going to get I mean, his. It's, it's, shown, it's shown statistically that when he, when he has good games, the Lakers win more often when they, when they have bad games, whereas they, they lose more often. Whereas LeBron, it's not exactly. as statistically as relevant. Uh, it's going to be hard for them to do, uh, but Absolutely. we'll have to see. Absolutely. Uh, so then we have the uh, Celtics and Raptors actually become a interesting series. I think I needed to make an apology. I think I gave the the Raptors a like. I still think they're going to lose this series, but I think I gave them a like. Thanks for coming out last episode when they were down two zero, um, and we were standing here watching that game. I mean, this has been a while ago Freaked now. Out. Game three, OG Anobi shot. That was fucking insane. Yeah. Kimba with the crazy pass, and I was like, "Man, what an ending to a yeah. NBA playoff game!" And then I was like, "Ah, oh, you know, point five. We've got to watch it." Kyle Lowry throwing one of the best inbound passes I've seen in a long time. Over <laughs> over Taco. Yeah, Taco Fall came in over just Taco to stand in front across of court. It was just like that's exactly what OKC should have done the week before. Yeah, yeah. I it was crazy. I mean, that great coaching. And uh, you know, then the Raptors won Game Four, and then the Celtics were in a in Game Five. The Celtics were in a was it a can't lose or a must win? Well, Either way, they pulled it off. Yeah, I think that this is the most interesting series. They both have the ability to do it, but. It's easier to believe that Boston will put it together each night. It's also these series are so much weirder because we're getting a very much like one one, two one, two two. Like we're I feel like we're getting a lot more of those series because there's no home court. And I feel like, like it's a lot more of a chess in the, match. In the normal of that. yeah, in the normal NBA playoffs, like being down O two is not that crazy. In the first two rounds, especially. Because like you're gonna go into someone else's home court and like, yeah, you might lose those games, but then you're like, Oh no, we're, we're like statistically better a lot at better at home. So we get them back and then all of a sudden it's two, two. And I it's think like, that goes into what you said last week about all the sweeps. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah the, it's like basically once those teams got momentum, they could just run with it the whole time mm-hmm. or it's a constant battle for momentum. Whereas instead of like two games, two games, like it's, Instead of those major shifts after a couple games, it's kind of just steady the whole way. And the way that we saw the games after, like the teams who played after a game seven series into the next, it didn't, you know, hinder them as much. They didn't seem as drained as they would have if they were just flying back and forth across country. There's definitely like the whole, uh, and I've, I've read some of this and this is kind of in the football side, but like circadian rhythms play a huge factor you know that which is dealing with time zones and uh you know elevation plays a big factor like you going into Denver or Utah and playing it's not fucking fun 
Absolutely. And they like, seem to, you know, use that to their advantage. Yeah, and now yeah. it's not something that anybody gets. And a lot of these guys have kids or have families or have social lives, aka James Harden. Hmm. Like they're gonna go out and like party or at least have to go home and you know, their kids are waking them up at seven AM. That's not here. They just go back to their hotel room and they can pull the curtains and pass yeah. out and then, you know, get rested. So I don't think we're ever going to see anything like this again. So I'm trying to consume as much of it as I can and enjoy as much of it as I can. Cause I think it's hopeful. I hope it's a once in a generation type, like playoff atmosphere. Agreed. Do you want to uh, do some picks and get out of here? What was our yeah. bet? Who won that? Well, as long as the Laker, are you talking about for the NBA? For the last week where we said that we would decide on this round. Maybe the week before. Oh, fuck. I forgot. I know originally we made a bet on who was going to make it to the finals and who was going to win. Right. So if the Lakers win this round, well, I would win that one. But I forget what we said last week. I guess I lost first on that bet, technically. You still haven't lost. You're still in the run. Yeah. Like if the so, Lakers don't make it past this round, then we'd basically draw, I would assume. But if the Lakers make it past, then I would. So, do you want to do straight up or with the spreads? Uh, just let's just do straight up. Okay, so let's go through the current ones, and we'll see who uh, wins the most here. So we currently have the Clippers versus Denver. Yeah. Who you got? Uh, like in the series. Yep. Clippers. Okay. So. Or do you want to add spreads in? That would make it a little more even. Actually. I don't know what you want to do. There are four games. Or four sets of games. Correct. Well, yeah, you have the Raptors and the Celtics are still going, the Clippers and the Nuggets, and the Lakers and Rockets. Only three sets of games because the Bucks and Heat are already, their series is complete. Okay, well, let's do, you pick a game that you think, like, you pick a game that you want, you pick a winner of that game, and then I will pick a game that I want, and then, like, or a team for, like, you pick one series with the team that you want, Okay. and I'll take the other one, I'll pick another series, and for the last series, we will um, do, well, I guess we couldn't do over-under. What do you want to do? Let's just let's just each each pick one that we like. Okay, pick one. Pick one you like. All right, I uh, will go ahead and I think that I think the Celtics pull it off. I, let's actually take that game out because I feel like that's the easiest of them. Okay, so do you want the so the I Clippers, either, Nuggets, Rockets, or Lakers? I am gonna go with. The Clippers. Okay, I'll go with the Lakers. Okay, all right. Well, and to win their series, respectively, just to win okay. their series, and then we'll and then s- we'll it, see later on. Yeah, if they move on and play each other, then we'll take our teams okay. again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So real quick, wanted to get into the NFL. Yeah. Like I said at the beginning of the show, it is back. I'm very excited. So Thursday, it doesn't feel like the NFL season because usually we get like we get so much uh like it's such a, a tease the nfl loves to tease it out like you know you get 
Yeah, Hard Knocks, which like nobody's Hall been of watching. Fame game, Hall of Fame pre-season. game, all the preseason. It all leads in, and then it's like finally you're like, oh, finally a real game. Well, it's like my brain is tricked that I'm you know kind of sleepwalking into this, but I know I'm going to wake up on Thursday and be so fucking excited for an amazing game. Yeah. So these two teams obviously have in the past played some amazing games against each other. The chiefs are, are known. So in the last three years, they on week one, they've put up 37 points average. Um, I think the Texans are going to come out with Deshaun Watson firing hot. I think they're ready to go. Um, we have some other storylines. Von Miller, big, huge injury today. I don't know if you saw that. No, I did not. Season ending injury, potentially. Mm. I think it's like a ruptured Achilles. We're, Rough. They're not 100% sure. They said it was a freak non contact injury. Basically, the you couldn't make a worse sentence for Broncos fans. <laughs> like, Von Miller suffers freak non contact injury. Yeah. That is possibly season injuring, season ending. Best uh, of luck to him. Yeah. That wow. that sucks. Because especially like, I hate the Broncos, but the more I've watched Von Miller interviews and like seen him outside of football, he's a great person. And you never want to see anybody. You yet. never, yeah, yeah, correct. But like, I really like him outside of the game of football. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, record-setting contract for a wide receiver. And n- nobody can stop talking about how the Arizona Cardinals are the dark horse in the NFC, even though they're in... Probably the toughest conference. Uh, the Seahawks and the Niners to battle. Uh, and then my last topic before I'm going to put out some uh, picks that I was I was looking at. On Sunday, we have Patriots-Dolphins. Yes. And it's going to be the weirdest fucking Patriots-Dolphins game of all time. I'm super it's excited. Cam Newton versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yep. It is going to be glorious. That's going to be insane. I can't wait for that game. I just in the back of my head have the thought that all of a sudden Belichick is going to switch over to this like Gus Malzahn offense. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I'm also picturing like you have Fitz magic with all the hair on the bottom of his head. And then you have Cam Newton with all the hair on top of his head. It's like they're literally yin yin and yang from each other. And like one of them is just kind of like a little out of shape and just like likes throwing like not that Cam Newton can't throw deep bombs, but like little ass shape, just like throwing deep bombs. Then you have Cam Newton who's like super athletic, like running around, you know, actually like hitting people and like diving over the offensive line for touchdowns. Couldn't have a better combo to start off week one. It's a Sunday. It's a noon game. That's going to be fun. Absolutely. And we'll be here to recap it and we'll get some picks in. Yeah. Sometime. Uh, or do you have some now? I have a couple. Okay. So I, um, obviously the Chiefs spread and tease the over tees, we got it. Yes. Um, I'm also taking the Chiefs point total. It is, I'm taking over on their point total. It's set at 31 and a half, at least when I got it. Uh, and the Chiefs are minus nine and a half. So I teased that down to two and a half, minus two and a half and whatever the spread was. I don't remember. Uh, I also like the Packers plus two and a half. I don't think the Vikings are going to be that good this year. I I just don't know where all this like somehow the Packers won 13 games last year and everybody their win total sit at nine. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. And maybe I'm going to they get a lot of flack. I'm going to bite on that like a like a rat with a hunk of cheese. Like, I don't know 
what kind of trap game this is, but like they just seem to like stumble into about nine to ten wins every season. They're gonna get double digits wins. I don't yeah. understand how nine is the line. That's the craziest thing. It's like last year the Chiefs win total was ten. It did it just didn't make sense. Um and then I also like this is a hot tip that I heard today. Okay. Dallas is going to LA to play in the new stadium versus the Rams. The field turf is fast. There's been research on the rubber that it was used on this new LA field that it actually provides more bounce and it keeps players lighter on their feet. Like they're able to uh, like run faster. Like the ball, like when the balls hit the ground, they bounce farther. Yeah. So they're saying over all the way. So I'm taking Dallas. Uh, so Cowboys Rams over 52 points. Interesting. Okay. But they're saying it's going to be the fastest turf in the NFL. Any one that you would put the lock stamp on? Chiefs. I mean, yeah, the Chiefs. The Chiefs spread over tees is in 2018, it hit the first 10 weeks of the NFL season, and Bavada took it off the website. Since this is our first week of you doing picks, I'll let that slide, but. Next time, don't ever give me that pick because that's a given. Yeah, no, that I'm pretty sure last year when we were doing this, it was like, okay, it's just known that our yeah. seventh pick is this, yeah. and then we just put out six picks. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, for the rest of the year, I'm unless it's like we'll actually tell you if you shouldn't take it. Yeah. Otherwise, it, assume you should. There might be some crazy ones, or if you know, there's if there's something wild going on, might not take or it. They're sick of yeah. everybody winning, and so sometimes they do take it down. Yeah. Or you know, if the if do we the Chiefs and the Ravens play, I can't remember. I will have to look at the schedule. But like, if the Chiefs and the Ravens play, the over might be set at like fucking like seventy eight. Like it yeah. might just be all the way up there and just Absolutely. not worth going. We'll tell for. you, keep you informed, keep your ears locked in here to your favorite sports adjacent audio forum. That's right, Sneaky Athletic. We love you. We'll see you next week. Yeah, Sneaky Athletic.